Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello, this is Rick, and welcome to the Presence Podcast, episode number 177. It is the end of Tuesday, and another day of Summer Gym. It was actually day number four of Summer Gym, four of seven in our second and final session of Summer Gym. Today, at noontime, we were halfway through. And I'll tell you, I'm glad we're halfway. It has gone smoothly in many ways, but it also has been frustrating at times. We've struggled with maturity of some of the kids, with their ability to listen and to stop talking when um, told to do so. And um, today that kind of came to a head. So I'm glad that we are nearing the last three days. They're going to be busy days. They're going to be full days. And I'll be glad when it's done. So it has been um, a good time, but you know, sometimes good times you do want to end. Regardless, I kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul open to experience the presence of God today and stay with me here on my back patio slash porch. And I'll tell you a little bit about my experience of today. We are halfway or so through the World Cup. 2018 edition. And I think today was day 13 or something like that. Uh, I didn't pull out the calendar to check, but it did start on a Thursday. So I think it'll be two weeks um, this Thursday, day after uh, tomorrow. And um, I have to tell you, I have not been able to watch the games this week. I've been uh, a little bit disappointed at that. Uh, The main reason is because they changed the time schedule. Um, If you've been following the World Cup, you will know that in the Game 3, the third and final game of the group stage, they play the matches simultaneously. So you've got four teams in the group, two matches are played simultaneously. And this causes some interesting dilemmas, in part because unless you're watching on two separate screens, you have to pick and choose which game will be the most important, which game will be the most uh, exciting, the most uh, suspenseful, and so forth. From my purposes, because of what I'm doing each weekday, as far as our time schedule for Summer Gym, um, the games now are starting at 10 and 2 Eastern. And when they were starting at 8, 11, and 2 Eastern, we were able to catch uh, the second half, usually, of the 11 o'clock game during our lunchtime. But now the 10 o'clock game It's over by our lunchtime, and the 2 o'clock game falls in the middle of our afternoon. And this is all very detailed and all very boring, I'm sure, to you, dear listener. But this is all just to say I've not been able to watch the games like I have wanted to. But I've been following them, been looking at highlights, been listening to a number of different podcasts. Just a side note about the podcasts. There are some good American soccer podcasts But I'm enjoying the British ones, Uh, the BBC, the Independent, the Guardian, some of the different uh, publications, uh, because the accents are fantastic, the soccer is detailed, the uh, perspectives are partisan, Um, there's lots of enthusiasm about how well England has played in the first two games, and um, I am just learning and enjoying and and just um, soaking up the uh, the atmosphere of those podcasts, um, and also being able to watch the games. Well, today's 
match that I didn't watch live, but I listened to, and I just got done watching some of the highlights, was the very important Nigeria-Argentina game. Now, I have to admit, I don't have a clear, clear favorite um, in the World Cup, except to say I would love to see a team win who has not won before. So, Belgium, I'm talking to you. You're looking pretty good. You might have a chance. France, I've never been a fan of. Portugal, eh. I mean, Cristiano Ronaldo's amazing, but eh. Spain, there's some flair there. I kind of like the Spanish, but they did win um, back in uh, 2010. Uh, Brazil, powerhouse, would like to see some redemption for them um, after getting thrashed in the last World Cup. But, um, you know, they've won too many times. It's time for someone else. Um, Germany has not played very well, barely even qualif- barely even uh, stayed alive the other day. So this comes down to Argentina, which I've always had a soft spot for. I just think that as a country, they're an interesting place so far south. Uh, they certainly had a tumultuous history. Uh, the team just seems to have such uh, passion. You know, they wear a uniform unlike anyone else wears, the blue and white wide stripes of uh, their very familiar uniform. Um, You have Diego Maradona, who is their greatest um, player, and he is just a hot mess of all kinds of craziness and the hand of God goal that he scored. And I mean, and then Lionel Messi or Lionel Messi, as they say, uh, one of the best, if not the best player in the world right now, who has um, never performed that well. Um, at the for the Australian or excuse me Argentinian national team, so there is all sorts of drama and all sorts of storylines, and today with everything on the line, the chance of not advancing out of the group stage, which would have been a national shame and embarrassment and a catastrophe um, that I don't know that we Americans can fully appreciate. They won against Nigeria and they advance. And um, again, I I watched the highlights, and I wish I would have watched it live because it looked like just a thrilling match. And hearing the uh, various podcasters uh, just uh, rave and and go on and on and on has um, has, uh, makes me wish I had seen it live. But it was amazing to see the goal that won it for them, the uh, Lionel Messi first goal where he just controlled it at full speed and buried the ball as, as as only a master um, genius can do. And, um, you know, it's, it just reminds me of how much I love this game and how much I love these four years when the World Cup comes on and how much I'm looking forward to Jim being done, the round of 16 starting, the knockout round where things get real, fewer games, but more important games. They don't play to a tie, um, but just the excitement just gets ramped up further. And, um, to kind of complement my World Cup um, experience and, and my podcast listening, I've been also reading a few books um, by about soccer, and um, some of them, the one that I was reading this evening was philosophically minded, some are more information minded, uh, some are historical. I mean, there's just so many wonderful books written about soccer, and um, I think that's going to be a theme for me reading going forward um, this summer and, and maybe even beyond. And uh, I want to close with a few words uh, from this book that I've just read tonight. It's a little book, and it is called What We Think About When We Think About Soccer by Simon Critchley. Now, it's kind of interesting because he's a philosopher. Uh, He loves the Liverpool um, team in the English English Premier League. 
Um, he does mention, I think, in the introduction that's kind of funny is that um, even though he uses football in the text, he put soccer on the cover for the American edition uh, for obvious reasons. So um, he writes this in the, um, the second chapter. He says um, it's called Sensate Ecstasy. And I'm just going to read you a little bit from page 23 and into 24. He says, football opens up a particular dimension in the experience of time. This works best when we're watching live games. When we're watching a game live, we are caught, completely caught, in a suspenseful present. We are suspended in the present of the game, watching the players and the ball move, watching what is happening off the ball, watching the referee, watching the fans. At each instant of that present, the future is open and uncertain. Anything can happen, even when it sometimes or indeed it usually doesn't. We watch and we are drawn into the game, captivated, attentive, and in a word I will come back to, pensive, thoughtfully attentive in a very particular way. We watch in the moment and we await that moment of moments when something extraordinary happens. A sudden burst of acceleration from a throw-in, a fast interchange between players, a defender slips, the attacking player jinks to the right, a space opens, a shot fired, and then there is a goal. And I'll skip ahead a little bit to page 27. Some people, and many Americans, it must be said, find football boring. This is wrong, and they are boring for believing it. Rather, football is more meditative, more pensive than many other sports. Football is about the experience of submission to the flow of the game. The great Italian Calcio writer Gianna Berea thought that 0-0 was the ideal game when the opposing teams play a kind of chess, canceling each other out and achieving a perfect balance and aesthetic harmony. Indeed, particularly given the media obsession with goal scoring, endlessly replayed in slow motion and from multiple camera angles, the art of defensive football must be defended. And it goes on. And, uh, but again, I, I, I just like his tone, his thoughtfulness. And what struck me and, and what I'll end with here as it relates to my podcast is anywhere we talk about the present, being present, and how it, soccer and football, however you want to call it, demands us to be present. You know, God is present everywhere, always. God's name, as God introduces God's self to Moses, I am, is the present. So God is the eternal present in any time. However, through meditation, through contemplation, through adoration, through whatever it might be that we are attentive to that present moment, we are attentive, even if we don't realize it, to God and God's holy presence. So I ask you to just kind of reflect. Um, I've raved on and on about soccer, football, if you will. What is your feeling about the sport? How do you feel this year, this time of the World Cup? And maybe if you're not a huge aficionado of soccer, you don't know what the hype is all about, you might even just be disinterested in it. What sports or what activity, what athletic type of event brings you the most into the present where you can just watch and and not worry not be aware feel what is this author here describes as ecstasy which literally means being out of oneself when where and how do you experience that through athletics through sports through activities thanks again as always for listening and blessings and peace to you